0: Hello, this is Vinny, and I just want to mention that due to a technical fault, this podcast is considerably shorter than most of my podcasts, and also this bit sounds like I'm having a poo, and I'm not. I'm, I'm not having a poo. Here's a chunk of what went out on the show on NewsTalk1010.com. You're listening to The Vinny White Show with me, Vinny White, and I'm joined, as is quite a regular feature on the show, by Amanda Capito, our in-house news junkie and news extraordinaire, the woman with a head full of knowledge that spills out every now and then, and I catch the drips of information.
1: That was unscripted.
0: <laughs> Could and- you tell? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh, a beautiful intro. Thank you. Gl- that's, that's glad good. to be here.
0: <laughs> I like to, It gets slightly weirder every week.
1: Every time. Never know what you're going to say.
0: Um, now, Amanda Capito is usually good at telling me what's going on. I've been a little bit out of the news this week because... Um, well just been eating in restaurants and having a lavish lifestyle so depressed slave <laughs> nice yeah i've had a great time so far <laughs> went for spanish last night by the way sorry if i'm a bit sniffly i have actually got a nosebleed is it happening now no No.
1: thank goodness it's the
0: inf- it's the effect that you have on me
1: oh i make be- i make your nose bleed yep. I, I'll take that as a compliment, sure. I'll take what I can get from you.
0: <laughs> I was about to say something really gross about other orifices. And oh, I thought, no. Well, shut up. No. <laughs> so, let's move on. Okay. Um, yeah, so, I I don't know what's going on in the news. Um, and recently, every time I turn on it, it's so mind-bogglingly depressing that I tend to turn it back off again. Cheer me up. Is it, or is it all depressing again?
1: Well, this is just something interesting to be aware of, mm. and we're not talking any gory deaths, but the, the big... Um, topic of the day is about um, police officers in in the GTA and some OPP officers there's a Toronto Star article that came out an investigation that they did that found within the last five years nearly 350 officers have been disciplined for what they call serious misconduct and so one in five of those officers this is where it gets a little bit um, troublesome, one in five of those officers were found guilty, approximately one in five, have been found guilty of a criminal offence, things like drinking and driving, spousal abuse, theft, possession of drugs, and they're still working.
0: So run me through this stat again. One in five of the people... Of the what?
1: 350 that they found within the last five years. So within the last five years, mm. 350... Officers have had some sort of serious misconduct with discipline. Right. And then of those, one in five have been found guilty of a criminal offence.
0: Which is what led them to the serious misconduct.
1: Um, It's not. I don't know. Not. I don't know every single situation. Mm. But it could have been the same. But some of them had other ones that didn't end up being, they're not criminal offences, but something serious.
0: So let's say that one guy a couple of years ago hit his partner and he was convicted mm-hmm. are you telling me that he will t- he will still keep his job
1: yeah not all, not in every case but like it's hard to get rid of police officers is what the moral of this is it's hard to fire them and so this is uh, experts are saying that this is because of the police services act of ontario which protects the jobs of officers mm. And makes it, and then they can appeal and they can, and they get tied up in the process. They have paid suspension. So even when they're awaiting trial and whatnot, if they're not working, they're still getting paid. So there's a lot of issues that are concerning because you have to think that these people are armed. And if they have a history of being abusive, or, you know, if they're pulling someone over for a drug stop, but then they're known for, mm. they've been charged for possession of drugs, you know, you just got to think. What's going on?
0: See, in my ignorance, I thought it would be automatically, maybe not possession of drugs, but certainly something as as serious as drink driving or spousal abuse that you'd immediately be fired. But this is clearly not the case. Not the
1: case at all. And so in one of the cases, even one of the officers was stopped twice in one week for drinking and driving.
0: And he's still got his job today? Yeah. So he's pulling over people saying, right, I'm going to arrest you for drink Mm -hmm. driving, fully aware that he's done it. Well, if he's got caught twice, he probably does it a hell of a lot. I
1: know. So it's it is concerning it is concerning because
0: these guys as you say they've got guns yeah and i think if there's one thing we've learned about the Toronto police over the last few years sometimes they can be how can i put this in the most polite possible way idiotically abrasive
1: mm. yeah well they want to do some more training i know that that's being implemented uh for you know um for, for how they respond and and dealing with crisis m- modes but this is and also keep in mind, this is not just Toronto police. This is Toronto Durham, Halton, Peel, York, and some OPP officers mm. were looked at for this investigation.
0: What's okay. happening now?
1: Well, they're saying that this is a, okay, so the Star's investigation, this is just part two of a five part series. Mm. so there's more to come. Mm. Um, and they they there's the issue is this these issue is not new. Necessarily, especially the suspension with pay has been brought up several times mm. in the past to be looked at, and so maybe this is what this is what it needs to actually make some changes, though, because it's been a point of contention for a while. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, should I stop my criminal activity for a bit? You should. You, I think just you be should. on the safe side. Yeah. No, I'm not worried about arrest. I'm just worried about being beaten up by one of these people.
1: No, <laughs> well, It's also this is there's always a couple of bad apples, right? So even um so the mots this morning on news talk 10 interviewed chris lewis who's a former opp and he's uh he's an analyst for us here and he said that you know this is still not the vast majority of people mm. it's just a matter of what needs to happen is that the police services act of ontario should be reviewed yeah legislature should be changed exactly and that's it
0: because even with the most forthright amazing policies of hr where you stringently interview everyone, look at their criminal past, do all the necessary things that you do to become a police officer, and then they come on board, there's a very good chance that one or two of those guys, five years down the line, are gonna have a hard time, go through a divorce, and maybe do something stupid, and then turn into a bad apple, right? Mm-hmm. So you can never not have bad apples, right? But you need to be able to make sure you can make some serious cider out when of f- those apples.
1: Yes, when you find them. I like that with with fall coming up. That was a great. It was nice, wasn't it? Metaphor right there. I'm Beautiful. very proud of it in yeah. every
0: single way. What I'm saying is, without the metaphor, can we please be able to get rid of these people when they are nasty, naughty people? Yeah. And if not, then why don't we just swear and? Why don't we spend the next two, three minutes breaking every radio rule and then in pro- just in protest, because we just won't get protest. fired, obviously. <laughs> so you start by swearing and saying something disgustingly racist. St-
1: okay, I'll follow your lead. You go.
0: No, no. I mean, you've always been far better than me. <laughs> now, I'm too nice, and I know you are. Uh, I know this isn't a great radio feature, but I'd also like to say um, it's nice, nice new haircut. Thank you. Yeah. So you used to go for the shave up the side. Yeah. Um, but I've done it. a rebellious look, but you donated it. Yeah. How does that work?
1: So if you have, this is actually good to talk about. If you have eight inches of undyed hair, mm. you can donate it to the Canadian Cancer Society. They've partnered up with Pantene for um, a program where you can donate. It takes eight ponytails to or donations to make one wig for a cancer patient. And wigs can be really expensive, especially real hair ones Hmm. and so they ask for undyed hair because what they do is put eight of them together they're all obviously not the same color they'll they'll group it as closely as it can and then they dye the whole thing Hmm. to be the same color and then yeah they provide it to cancer patients in need and so my yeah i cut my hair really really short i donated 12 inches what
0: an amazing thought yeah that that hair possibly already is being worn by someone else yeah isn't that wonderful
1: it's great especially if it's a child who wants hair? Oh, I know, it's wonderful.
0: And you, it's a win-win, gonna,
1: and I get a new a new fa- fancy haircut out of it.
0: Are you going to hang outside sick kids and try and spot spot the kid with your <laughs> no. hair? No. <laughs> Come back here. Now, you should give me some of your pocket money. I know you've been through a lot.
1: I'm not like that.
0: <laughs> She's not. But I find it slightly worrying. I even came up with that for a joke. I know. <laughs> um, I've got a discussion with you. Sure. Um... Because you always give me new news from around the world, and t- particularly focused on Toronto, I'd like to. Uh, I'd like to tell you. Okay, about give something. me some news. Yeah. Teddy Bear Park. Never heard of it. China will soon have an amusement park dedicated entirely to British-themed teddy bears. The site will cover a thousand acres in the district uh, just south of Beijing. And it will be, uh, at the heart of it, is the Teddy Bear Museum. It's costing 7.8 million U.S.
1: Oh, my God. Right? Is this, what's the age group that they're targeting? Like, young kids, I guess.
0: Well, the park's being built as a low-carbon teddy bear paradise. Uh, <laughs> Are
1: you and making will, an ad for them? It will sit within,
0: I should do that. Yeah. Do you like bears? Do you <laughs> like the world? Then you need to go to teddy bear paradise. <laughs> um, so, I think mostly families, I should certainly hope, be with loads of... Older single people went. Um, It will sit uh, within a new town that has been designed to be environmentally friendly. It's a joint venture between a UK-based giant British teddy bear company and a Chinese architectural firm. Sounds like it was dreamt up on drugs.
1: Like, yeah. (laughs) Was there a teddy bear that's really standout? Is corduroy, is that British?
0: Corduroy the fabric, do you mean?
1: Corduroy, isn't that the bear? The bear corduroy? Are you trying
0: to say Paddington?
1: Paddington bear? That's a different one.
0: Who's corduroy? I'm, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not too, too au fait with my bears. Let uh, me get my bear manual. Yeah. <laughs> Page six, Corduroy. Right, you yeah, are,
1: yeah. He was a bear. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> now I'm down. Text there. in on
0: seven ten ten. Who was Corduroy?
1: <laughs> he was a little bear. Okay, but wait. What? So is there a bear, or is this like a Ted? You know, like a Ted. Well, this is the thing. Among the
0: attraction, visitors will be able to experience William Shakespeare's plays interpreted by giant teddies.
1: (laughs) That could be horrifying, though.
0: Isn't it? The park will allow families of all generations to interact, create memories, and have a British experience. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait.
1: William Shakespeare's are like Romeo Juliet bears. And they're going to be like shooting each other and dying.
0: Oh, I don't know if they're going to keep the original plot because a lot of them are quite dark. Stuffing
1: comes out everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm just imagining Macbeth. The teddy bear.
0: <laughs> Is this a dagger I see before me? Yeah. It's very difficult to see through these ridiculous small <laughs> <Little> holes.
1: These button eyes.
0: Sherlock Holmes bear will wow audiences, apparently. Oh. That's something to look forward to. (laughs) Apparently, British culture has long been a popular uh, part of Chinese life. In 2006, a development known as Thames Town was completed near Shanghai. The town is designed to look like a traditional British market town. Apparently, it's got cobbled streets, mock Tudor buildings, pubs, and I don't know if they're going for accuracy. So
1: drunk bears. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just trying to clarify yeah, okay. p- Possibly If
0: they're going for actual accuracy of a British town They should have a mildly racist man Vomiting in the car park right. I, I don't know if they've got a bear that does that <laughs> Um, but there's going to be uh, thousands of teddy bears. Um, and uh, Are
1: these humans? Are they like mascot costumes or are these like robotic bears? No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe in Japan there'd be robotic right? bears. In China, uh, labor's quite cheap. So I think people are in there.
1: In the costumes.
0: Yeah. So they're just wandering around. Oh, great. Doing their thing. I, I'm, I'd quite like to go. I'd like to go dressed as Ted. Um, right. And sort of, you know, be rude. Right. Maybe take a bong. <laughs> Just to really confuse people. You would. You yeah. would. So that's what's going on. Apparently um, that's uh, going to be a big, uh, big... Okay,
1: let's go together.
0: Thing. yeah, Teddy Bear Park.
1: That'd be wonderful.
0: It's mental, is it? If you're an alien and you're watching the news, you'd be like, oh, thousands upon thousands, millions of Syrian refugees, problems in the world. But Teddy Bear Park... <laughs>
1: And who thought- and then what's next like you can was it a minion park are we gonna make a you Probably, know yeah. all these
0: i think you can make a park out of anything there's a brilliant a there's um a brilliant park in the u k um i think I've got the name of it is it called dystopia land i think Forgive me if I'm wrong. Oh, Have that's what the this?
1: Disney... Yeah, the Dismal dis- Disney... Dis- dismal
0: Land. Is you, that what it that's is? That's exactly what it's oh, called. Okay, there you well go. done, thank you. It was in there somewhere. Um, yeah, it's Banksy, of course, the famous graffiti artist uh, from the UK that's travelled the world uh, doing stencil art, depicting uh, problems in popular culture, uh, has done that, and apparently it's absolutely magnificent. It's in Western Supermare, which is a sort of run-down seaside town anyway.
1: Yeah.
0: And you go in there it and... just
1: makes it more dismal. Exactly, oh. yeah.
0: So you walk in and there's, you know... People like scrubbing the floors, and just people like shopping trolleys with with poo in them.
1: But like, who wants to go there? It's depressing. The whole point of parks is to be happier. Isn't I it? think
0: if you're if you've got a twisted sense of humor and a love of art you might well have a great time. Right. Because it is quite funny. Like, there's loads of Disney characters that have got missing eyes Ugh. and ears and the stuffing's come out of them and just everything's run down and awful. It's, but it's, like, if there was, it's like Disneyland if there was Armageddon and right. you went to visit it afterwards. Like, broken rides and just everything's screwed and they're bleak.
1: Okay so then there's going to be like a dismal teddy bear land at some point.
0: You know I'm saying this and I think this is probably a, a thing about Britain. We quite revel in misfortune and and crap.
1: Why is that?
0: Because we're so dark. It rains a lot. We don't have the sense of optimism that North America has. We we just sort of think everything's a bit bleak, but we're usually very funny as a result. Well, my dark obviously. humor. Dark yeah, humor. exactly.
1: You would think I would think that North Americans are pretty are pretty dark and not necessarily all optimists. But it's interesting for you to say that we're more optimistic. Oh, than, definitely you are than the British, are oh, Yeah, uh,
0: Brits are just. Have you ever met British people?
1: Yeah. Why I, do you think I left? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't fit.
0: Nah, I didn't fit. Now I've exported that bleak sense of humor to here.
1: <laughs> You're just—it's a virus. It's it bringing is, it over. yeah, oh. just bringing
0: everyone down every <laughs> <No>. bloody week. <laughs> Um, Anyway, so we've overrun. I must um, ship myself off because we need to go for a break. But um, what a pleasure.
1: The pleasure is all mine, Vinny White.
0: Amanda Capito is our resident news junkie and funky looking monkey.
1: (laughs) (laughs) These are just getting worse. They are getting worse.
0: actually getting quite offensive. (laughs) But um, she's very lovely. At
1: least your nose is not bleeding anymore.
0: If people want to donate their hair... Where, where do they go?
1: You can look up the Canadian Cancer Society or Pantene. Uh, Locks of Love is the name of the program.
0: If you've got um, an out of control hairdo and you want to do some good in the world, then go ahead and chop a bit off. Do they accept pubic or?
1: Oh you have twelve. You have twelve inch long, eight inch long. Let's leave Canadian. it there.
0: Oh. <laughs> 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 yeah. Okay. Always a pleasure. ta Ta-da. Bye. <laughs>